Hello everyone, I'm Joe. And I'm Alex. And this is Hungover Politics, the show where we say we get drunk but never actually do, and then talk about the current issues of the day. Today we'll be talking about the Democratic Party platform from their recent convention, which was all signed and sealed and ready to go like two weeks, three weeks in advance, but whatever. We'll Amazing. pretend it's relevant. Yes. How many pages is this? Uh, 92, but if you skip the index, uh, then it is only, uh, 87. Oh! <laughs> so uh, close. Yeah. Don't worry, yeah. We're, we're not gonna read every fucking word, because some of this is just really long and boring. Like, there's a fucking 10-page preamble in here. Amazing. And I'm, we're not gonna read the preamble. I don't give a shit about the preamble. They read the preamble many times in their uh, in the DNCs. Well, not not the uh, preamble to the United States Constitution. No, I'm aware. This is the preamble to uh, this platform. And it, Correct. I just skimmed over it, and it doesn't seem that interesting at all. Just talk How about, would you like, describe COVID and I hate Trump and all that? Uh, fake and gay, but alas, we have to read it. I see. Uh, that's a we're like I said, we'll skip over some of the boring shit. Um. So so where do we want to start? Uh, I'm assuming you're looking at the index, Alex. Yes, I am in fact looking at the index. All right. So. Let's well, let's start with putting home ownership in reach. And guaranteeing safe housing for every American. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a place we could start. Okay, so home ownership is at the center of the American dream, and yet it has never been in reach for all. Decades of redlining, rising income inequality, and predatory lending practices targeting low income families and people of color have made home ownership all but impossible for millions of working families. Home ownership has long been central to building generational wealth, and expanding access to homeownership to those who have been unfairly excluded and discriminated against is critical to closing the racial wealth gap. We have a nationwide shortage of affordable housing units, and tens of millions of Americans live in homes that pose risks to their health and safety. Homelessness has reached crisis proportions in a growing number of states, and housing costs that rise faster than wages have put the squeeze on renters in many of our biggest cities. Oh no. Uh, renting not does not build intergenerational wealth. Sorry, yeah. guys. I mean, if the whole point of this is, hey, people make a lot of money by buying homes, uh, then rent should not really be covered here, but whatever. Not the cities. Housing not in America should be stable, accessible, safe, healthy, energy efficient, and above all, affordable. No one should have to spend more than 30% of their income on housing, so families have ample resources left to meet their other needs and save for retirement. Why 30%? Because that is what the like finance experts recommend that you do. Is spend... But, but that's like a minimum. Also... No, that, they usually recommend that as like the target. Like you want to be spending about 30% of your income on housing. That's, that's... No. No! Are you saying if I make like a million dollars a year, I need to spend $300,000 on housing? Well, look, if you're incredibly wealthy, I think there's an exception there, but for oh, okay. a reasonable person with a reasonable income. Okay. 
I understand. I just think it's kind of arbitrary. But Although, to be fair, uh, if you're making a million dollars a year, you probably live in a house that costs you about that. So, you know, yeah, but... multimillionaires tend to live in very nice houses. Yeah, but does it cost me that every year? Probably. Uh, I mean, what is a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage on a, a $50 million mansion? Because if, if you have a million-dollar-a-year salary, you can afford that. Yeah, but afford and be, like, 15 million, I don't know, I just, that's a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, of course it's a lot, but a million dollars is a lot of income. That's true. Not wrong. So, uh, let's see. Democrats believe the government should take aggressive steps to increase the supply of housing, especially affordable housing, and address long-standing economic and racial inequities in our housing markets. We support innovative approaches to eliminating the racial wealth gap in America. Rehabilitating housing and expansion of housing owned by land trusts will increase the amount of housing available for secure home ownership. We will equalize access to affordable credit and improve access to down payment assistance to help families of color, low-income families, and rural buyers purchase homes. We will increase funding for assistance to first-time purchasers and homeowners to navigate the financing and servicing of their homes. We will create a new tax credit of up to $15,000 to help first-time homebuyers, and will make the tax credit refundable and advanceable, so buyers can get assistance at the time of purchase instead of having to wait until they file their taxes. Oh my god. So the, the government's just going to give you money to buy a house straight up now. $15,000. Yeah. Man, you know... So I, I'm just seeing the flash flashes of subprime mortgages. Just imagine that, but now you get paid fifteen grand. Yeah, uh, up front. Which Yay. means, like, yeah, that's okay. Fifteen grand is almost a twenty percent down payment on a one hundred thousand dollar house. Now I get that people in California, fifteen grand is like, oh, that's not even a down payment. But like here in Michigan, that that's a pretty solid down payment by itself. Which means you're expecting people to put up nothing up front. Which means you're going to increase the cost of housing. And the reason you're going to increase the cost of housing is you're going to make it way too easy for people to buy a house. And so everyone will buy a house all at the same time. This is a bad idea. Well, what are we going to do? Like put uh, price controls on housing now? Of course. That, that will increase the supply. The milk can't be free. Well, or negative. No. Look, to be fair, the federal government didn't do that. Just the state of Pennsylvania did that. I don't care. It's a government. It did it. Yeah. Oh, Democrats will enact a new homeowner and renter bill of rights to protect families from abusive lenders and landlords. We will empower renters by working to establish a national tenant right to organize and support outreach and education to help tenants advocate to preserve and expand affordable housing. And Democrats will provide legal support to fight wrongful evictions. Oh man, this is this is already boring. So we're we're just gonna skim through it now because fuck reading this in its entirety. Uh, leveling the economic playing field. The U.S. economy is rigged against the American people. Time after time, President Trump and the Republicans have rewarded big corporations and their wealthy donors and left working families behind. Democrats will take decisive action to level the playing fields for people of color 
All right, we're... Fuck it. Uh, Democrats will take decisive action to level the playing field for colored people, working families, women, small business owners, and others who have been left on the sidelines. Are you adopting my policy? <laughs> that, that wasn't my standing policy for a long time, and I think I need to go back to that. You should go back to that. Because uh, I don't think I've seen colored people show up so many times in one piece of text. Yeah. And I've barely read any of it. Yeah. Actually, hold on. Let me, let me, let's just prove this. Are you going to control F people of color? Absolutely. 24. That means I've already read like half of them. No, 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 no. I just did of color. And now it's 58. Oh, because there there's women of color, men of color. Entrepreneurs of color. Yeah, yeah. Entrepreneurs of Support for black entrepreneurs and other entrepreneurs of color. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not going to stop with this. I'm going to do women. 66. Yes. <laughs> okay. Where were we? I'm sorry. Holy shit. Oh, no, no. That, uh. that, that was the end of that paragraph anyway, so. Our tax system has been rigged against the American people by big corporations and their lobbyists, and the Republican politicians who dole out tax cuts to their biggest donors while leaving working families to struggle. Uh, my taxes went down. Thank you very much. Uh, Democrats will take action to reverse the Trump administration's tax cuts, benefiting the wealthiest Americans and rewarding corporations for shipping American jobs overseas. They'll crack down on overseas tax havens and close loopholes that are exploited by the wealthiest Americans and biggest corporations. We'll make sure the wealthy pay their fair share in taxes. Uh, is there a percentage? Do you have a no. number? Nope. What is what is fair? Because that that's uh, a that's a weasel word in my eyes. As much as I, I, as much as it takes for their productivity to still be valued at billions, but their income to be hundreds of thousands. Right, Unless that's... you're in Congress, in which the inverse is true. Yes. Um, corporate tax rates, which were cut sharply by the 2017 Republican tax cut, must be raised. Why? And trickle-down tax cuts must be rejected. Estate taxes should also be raised back to the historical norm. When was the estate tax enacted? <laughs> what was the... What was? How much was the first estate tax? Can we advocate... Can we advocate to go back to that, the historical norm? Remember when the income tax was 1%? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Okay, I literally just want to know when it was enacted. There we go, maybe Wikipedia will tell me. Uh... There are hist here we go, history. Taxes which apply to estates or to inheritance in the United States trace back to the 18th century. Wow. Uh, there was a temporary stamp tax in 1797 applied a tax of varying size depending on the size of the bequest, ranging from 25 cents for a bequest between $50 and $100 to $1 for each $500. The tax was repealed in 1802. In the 19th century, the Revenue Act of 1862 and the War Revenue Act of 1898 
also imposed rates, but were each repealed shortly thereafter. The modern estate tax was enacted in 1916. So, realistically, the historical norm in America for the estate tax is very close to zero. Yeah. What? 1916. 1916. As opposed to the 1619 project. Oh my goodness! <laughs> People are looking for the 1916 project. <laughs> Oh no! No, I just I just imagine everyone's looking for the estate tax. Yes. When did it happen? Why did it happen? Uh, let's see. President. Who was the president in 1916? Oh no. Oh no. The 1916 presidential election. Woodrow Wilson. Of course. Okay. So so Wilson is just responsible for all of our shitty taxes. Yes. Uh, let's see. We want to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour and guarantee equal pay for women. Well, that's wonderful. Two measures that in combination will pull millions of families out of poverty. And then immediately dunk them back into poverty when the inflation kicks in. It's like an Oreo, you know. You did do the little dip. Here's your milk. Dip, dip, dip. Uh, we we will make it easier for working families to benefit from targeted tax breaks, including the earned income tax credit and the child tax credit, which too often go unclaimed by the lowest income tax filers. Um, look the the one time that I qualified for the earned income tax credit, you know what I had to do? What? Uh, I went into into TurboTax, and they said, would you like to check if you're eligible for the earned income tax credit? I said, uh -huh. sure, why not? And then I checked all the boxes for my information. Nice. And they said, you are eligible. And then I proceeded to file my taxes. Nice. It was, it was really hard, you know. I had to have an internet connection and a device capable of using a web browser in order to get my earned income tax credit. And that's totally something you couldn't do at a library in an hour. Yeah. So, uh, really, I, I don't know who is having this problem where they don't claim it, but the solution is simple. Use TurboTax because, you know, they just they tell you how to do your taxes for free. Use, uh, well, the... As long as you sign into the free file program, otherwise they'll try to get you to pay for it. Oh, I mean, they they try to get you to pay for it. Yeah. But all you have to do is say, I don't want to pay for it. Right. I mean, it's it's an ad. I mean, the free version, of course, they want you to pay for it. They're not making any money on it. But they just run an ad every few minutes saying, hey, buy it. And then you click, no, I'm good. Alex right. struggled with filing his taxes. I did not. <laughs> in the wealthiest country on earth it is a moral abomination that any child could ever go to bed hungry I went to bed hungry all the time as a kid mostly because my parents said if you don't like it you don't eat uh, Democrats will increase funding for food assistance programs including SNAP, WIC and school meals we will also remove barriers that keep the formerly incarcerated from accessing food assistance but okay 
the the irony here is, what if you were incarcerated for uh, fraud, specifically food stamp fraud? Uh, cuts to the Legal Services Corporation have imperiled access to justice and civil court for low-income defendants and litigants alike in matters concerning access to public benefits and housing, eviction proceedings, and custodial cases. Democrats will significantly increase investment in the Legal Services Corporation. I don't. I already don't care. God, the, their entire platform is just, what if we spent more money? Yeah. I'm going to be really curious to how the Republican Party uh, responds to this. Um, you know, probably somewhere along the lines of, what if we spent more money? I mean, I think it's important that we just spend more money. Let's, let's spend more money, Alex. Don't be a bigot. Yeah. You're right. I was wrong. Uh, to summarize this wall of text... Uh, they don't like monopolies. What wall of text? Uh, tackling runaway corporate concentration. Oh, I see. Where they bitch about how there are too few companies running too large of market segments. And really, they just don't like monopolies, which... Is it, is it worth explaining the concept of a natural monopoly? Just, just look up natural monopoly. You will understand why this is irrelevant. Uh, guaranteeing a secure and dignified retirement. Democrats are proud to be the party that advocates retirement security for all. We are the party that created and strengthened Social Security and defended public and private retirement plans that provide a decent monthly income. And we are fighting to make sure that all workers have the ability to save at work for emergencies and for retirement. Uh... Oh, the, okay, so they're going to increase Social Security benefits. Uh, increasing the minimum benefit payout. Increasing the long-term payout. And protecting surviving spouses from benefit cuts. Now, now, what does that mean? Does that mean that, like, if I'm married, and my wife and I are retired, and we, and she dies, that I just keep getting paid her cut of Social Security? I'm I'm excited for my uh, seventeen dollars a month personally. Based. There she does. There she goes. Yeah. Just died. Well, one second. What happened? What do you mean? What happened? Uh, she didn't close the door, that's for sure. Ah. Uh, yeah. let's see. What else do we have? Oh, okay, universal health care. This should be interesting. Democrats have fought to achieve universal health care for a century. We are proud to be the party of Medicare, Medicaid, and the Affordable Care Act. Because of the Obama-Biden administration... I love how they're strapping Biden onto the administration. What? Can we, uh, can we fact-check this? Uh, what do you mean? 
have they been fighting for universal health care for a century? I wouldn't be too shocked. I mean, universal health care, uh, again, their definition of it includes Medicare, Medicaid, and the Affordable Care Act. Ah. So the, this isn't like, you know, Bernie Sanders' universal health care here. This is the Democratic Party's universal health care, which is everyone has access, not necessarily everyone has free health care. Right. Uh, let's see. Because as Democrats, we fundamentally <clears throat> believe health care is a right for all, not a privilege for the few. Uh, the Republicans are evil and they stopped us. The, the Republicans ruined it. Uh, the, the Republicans ruined it again. Uh, okay, overturning the Affordable Care Act remains a central plank. I don't have any problems with this. Okay, fuck it. I, I'm, I'm done with this section. Well, let's find something interesting. Uh, protecting oh, LGBTQ plus health sounds interesting. We condemn the Trump administration's discriminatory actions against the LGBTQ plus community, including the dangerous and unethical regulations allowing doctors, hospitals, and insurance companies to discriminate against patients based on their sexual orientation or gender identity. Democrats will reverse this rulemaking and restore non-discrimination protections for LGBTQ plus people and people living with HIV AIDS and health insurance, including coverage of all medically necessary care for gender transitions. I'm glad you managed to get that one in there. We will also take action to guarantee that LGBTQ plus people and those living with HIV slash AIDS have full access to needed health care and resources, including by requiring that the federal health plans provide coverage for HIV slash AIDS testing and treatment and HIV prevention medications like PrEP and PEP, gender confirmation surgery, and hormone therapy. Uh, Democrats support increased community HIV prevention and testing programs which target Latino, Black, Asian American, and Pacific Islander, Native American, and other at-risk communities to address the increases of HIV. Not other. <laughs> Democrats will recommit the federal government to ending the HIV-AIDS epidemic by 2025. Is it an epidemic? Wait. See, the, there's a way we could read this. And we could read this as, throw the gays in concentration camps. Now, if I was as uncharitable as the Democrats tend to be when they're looking at our policies, yeah, fuck it. The, the Democrats' official policy is to throw the gays in concentration camps. Just like my official policy is, of course, kill the poor. Da -da 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Alex, look at the index. you see anything interesting in here? Uh, okay, hold on. We're on 33. Back to the index. Do you oh, just I, want me to be... I, I'm reading in completely be... random order, so... Just, oh, you want me just to find something interesting. Be on the index? Do you want me to just base my operations on the index? Well, I figure it's your turn to read a couple sections. Okay. So, the, question, the answer is no. Yeah. I mean, I, I just scroll to the top, click on something, and then read a little bit of it, realize that it's useless, and then work my way back. Uh, do they have a section uh, on gun control? Yes. 
where. I don't. Oh. Oh. Uh. Uh. Oh. Oh. Here it is. Here it is. Healing the soul of America. Yeah. Under the epidemic of gun violence. Yep. So that uh, is forty-seven. Okay, I'm ready. Gun violence is a public health crisis in the United States. Over 100 billion people... Wait, no, I'm sorry. Over 100,000 people are shot, and nearly 40,000 people die annually from guns. Yeah, uh, I, just, I just want to interject real fast. That is a really good survival rate. Yeah. I mean, if you're shot, your odds aren't just 50-50. They're 60-40 that you walk away. That's yeah. pretty good. Devastating countless families, friends, and communities. We can and will make gun violence a thing of the past. <laughs> we will cure sin. And cancer. The Democratic Party. And cancer. It's a moonshot. And all we have to do is fund NASA and cancer will just go away. Race against the Soviets. Okay, addressing the gun violence crisis requires supporting evidence-based programs that prevent gun deaths from occurring in the first place, including by making mental health uh, care more accessible and supporting suicide reduction initiatives, funding interventions to reduce homicides and gun violence in neighborhoods. <laughs> Which neighborhoods? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Better, better refer to the, to the dot map. Yeah. Man. Well, oh, this no. is the dot map based on uh, who that neighborhood voted for, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Of, of, of course. Of, of course. I mean, yes. the two maps are very similar. Uh, yes, they are. They are. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Do 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 do. In strengthening protections against domestic violence, Democrats will also ensure the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have sufficient resources to study gun violence as a public health issue. Where have I heard this before? Uh, every single day at the Democratic Convention. Well, the actually, SDC. specifically day three. The SDC. I mean, the, CD the SDC. The CDC. Didn't they already do the study? Uh, I think they did way back in the day. Okay. And prevention have sufficient resources to study gun violence as a public health issue. I don't know. There's something about this that was controversial, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Why the CD, why the CDC already did the study, or they shouldn't do the study, or... Something about the study. Do you remember this? No, I don't. Oh, damn. Oh, well. Uh, and prevention have sufficient to this uh, public health issue, including the ongoing health care, mental health, economic and, and social costs that can affect survivors and their families for years. Democrats will uh, enact universal background checks, end online sales of guns and ammunition, and ammunition, rip. Uh, close, close dangerous loopholes that currently allow stalkers, abusive partners, and some individuals uh, convicted of assault or battery 
to buy and possess firearms and adequately fund the federal background uh, the federal background check system. We will close the Charleston loophole and prevent individuals who have been convicted of hate crimes <sighs> who have been convicted of hate crimes from possessing firearms. Democrats will ban the manufacture and sale of assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. We will incentivize states to enact licensing requirements for owning firearms and extreme risk protection order laws that allow courts to temporarily remove guns from the possession uh, of those who are in danger to themselves or others. Dan Crenshaw? Like, uh, yeah, this is like a asset forfeiture. You know, this is like, we will temporarily remove your property without you be having been convicted of a crime. Welcome to Minority Port. Yeah. May I take your order? Wait, wait, wait a second. What about Dan Crenshaw? Uh, the, what they were talking about that last bit was, uh, red flag laws, which Dan Crenshaw supports. Oh, yeah, I remember. Fucking Dan Crenshaw. Oh, well, we okay. will pass legislation requiring that guns be safely stored in homes. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Great, so this is fucking Australia. Uh, where is the word buyback in here? Because I get the feeling that it's in here somewhere now. And Democrats believe gun companies should be held responsible for their products, just like any other business. And will prioritize repealing the law that shields gun manufacturers from civil liability. You know what? If I get into a car accident, I should be able to sue the other car manufacturer. Yep. For 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 giving this man who would eventually get drunk, a car, a Ford. Yep. Uh, let's see. Okay. That that's all there is um, to that section. Although re religious freedom also looks interesting. Yeah, I already went to the uh, table of contents. Hold on. Uh. <sighs> Should we go to uh, making Washington, D.C. the 51st day? Fuck it, let's do it. Yeet. We still got half an hour left in this thing. Making Washington, D.C. the 51st day. It's time to stop treating more than 700,000 people who live in our nation's capital as second-class citizens. Okay. The residents of Washington, D.C. pay more per capita in federal income taxes than any state in the country. This is like, this is like the, 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 the yank argument, you know? New York City pays a lot in taxes, and therefore, we should have special permission for New York City. Right. What's it? Uh, doobly-doo. Doobly-doo. Okay, um... Uh, and more in total federal income tax than 22 states. Oh, no. And yet the district has zero voting representative in the U.S. Congress. The Congress retains uh, broad power to override budget decisions made by, a democratically elected, made by democratically elected officials in Washington, uh, in Washington, D.C. And as was... Uh, this is the most improper sentence. Hold on. No, no. Why is and capitalized? Uh, because 
DC has a period in it. Whip. <sighs> Which tells me that, that was that, that's still a typo because the next time DC appears, the word after it is not capitalized. Yep. And as was made, and as was made, shockingly clear to the American people this year, under current law, Washington, D.C. does not have control over its own National Guard units and can be occupied by military forces at the president's whim. The citizens of Washington, D.C., a majority of whom are colored people, voted overwhelmingly in favor of statehood in the 2016 referendum and have ratified a state constitution. Democrats unequivocally or on the word unequivocally. How do you say it? Unequivoc on un unequivocally unequivocally close enough. Yeah. No, I just I'm just hurt that there's no B. <laughs> okay. Support statehood for Washington, D.C. So the citizens of the district can have, uh, can at last have full and equal representation in Congress and the rights of self-determination. Also, Puerto Rico should be independent or a state. I don't know. They don't, they don't know either. What else? Did you disappear? Uh, no, no, I'm here. Okay. So, will you vote to make Washington, D.C. a state? Uh, no, I won't. Well, look, if, if they want the people of D.C. to have voting power in Congress, then I will happily allow them to retrocede the other half of D.C. to Maryland. D.C. doesn't just have some weird right to be its own state. In fact, it has literally the opposite. But it, it can be part of Maryland from whence it came. Based. Oh, strengthening the USPS. That's interesting. Uh, the U.S. Ooh. Postal Service is the world's most efficient mail carrier. <clears throat> you did it, guys. You're number one. And Democrats are wholly committed to supporting a public USPS. We will fight all efforts to privatize the USPS and will work to ensure the USPS is financially sustainable, including by repealing the mandate that the agency pre-fund retiree health costs. Democrats will protect the Postal Service's universal service obligation as a core American value. It's not. And maintain six-day and doorstep mail delivery, which is a lifeline for rural Americans. And we will work to restore service to appropriate levels including overnight delivery of first-class mail and periodicals within the same metropolitan area, maintaining six-day and door-to-door delivery, and appointing members to the Board of Governors and the Postal Regulatory Commission to champion a strong public postal service. We will also support new revenue streams for the USPS, including allowing secure shipping of alcoholic beverages by mail and exploring options to enable unbanked and underbanked Americans to access financial services through the Postal Service. I feel like I heard this exact piece of text 
as part of someone's speech. Like two days ago. Hmm. Maybe three. Maybe one. Hmm. Obama. I don't think it was Obama. No. Uh, oh, okay, well, what is the 21st century immigration system? Out of many, we are one. That bedrock American idea has animated our country from its earliest days, inspiring people from every corner of the earth to participate in our great democratic experiment. The Trump administration has repudiated that idea and abandoned our values as a diverse, compassionate, and welcoming country. Instead of pursuing a sensible, humane, and responsible approach to immigration that strengthens the United States, the Trump administration has been callous, cruel, and reckless in the extreme. President Trump's immigration policies have made our commitment or communities less safe. Can I add something that President Trump also did? What? He built these camps. He built these camps, and he put all the Japanese Americans into these camps. It was very scary. You know, that that is very, very true of Franklin Roosevelt. <laughs> yes. Uh, and yes, uh, Trump has maintained the camps that uh, the last Democrat built. So there was yep. that. Uh, undermined our economy and tarnished our image around the world. This administration's cruelty and dehumanization of immigrants stretches the imagination and shocks the conscience, forcibly separating families and putting children in cages, deporting veterans who have fought to defend our freedoms, conducting militarized raids on our workplaces, endangering lives by denying COVID-19 testing and treatment based on immigration status, including to essential workers at the forefront of the pandemic response. Banning people from traveling to the United States based on their faith or their country of origin. And turning away refugees and asylum seekers, fleeing violence and persecution. These actions should not happen in our country again. You know, Trump is actually not the first president to turn away refugees and asylum seekers coming from faraway countries. Hmm. In fact, off the top of my head, I know one in the 1930s or 40s. FDR. Yeah. Uh, FDR and the Jews. A memoir. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, this isn't unprecedented exactly. Uh, And I I think we can all agree that whatever the fuck is happening in the Middle East is nowhere near as bad as the Holocaust. So, realistically, uh, your party is still worse on this issue. Uh, Holy shit. So, expand visas. Family reunification. Oh, we will eliminate family-based green card backlogs and reform the system to speed up family-based visas. Amazing. Uh, What else do we have? Uh, Democrats know that when employers feel free to abuse and bully immigrant workers, all workers suffer. Is that really that much of a problem? Oh, uh, well, we're going to end workplace and community raids, so illegal immigrants, just feel free to stay. Oh, God. 
Now I have to read this whole paragraph because I saw one word. Uh, we believe detention should be a last resort, not the default. <laughs> Democrats will prioritize investments in more effective and cost-efficient community-based alternatives to detention. What does that even mean? We will end the for-profit detention centers and ensure that any facility where migrants are being detained is held to the highest standards of care and guarantees their safety and dignity. You know, you guys didn't do that when you built these facilities. Uh, we will ensure all detention centers provide access to competent interpreters who speak migrants' native languages and dialects. Detention of children should be restricted to the shortest possible time, with their access to education and proper care ensured. Uh, that's already happening. Uh, we will prioritize alternatives to detention for individuals with special vulnerabilities. Those who are known to be suffering from serious physical or mental illness, who have disabilities, who are elderly, pregnant or nursing, who demonstrate that they are primary caretakers of children or an infirm person, identify as gay, lesbian, transgender, gender nonconforming, or intersex, or whose detention is otherwise not in the public interest. So, basically, if you're, if you're gay, you don't get detained. That's cool. Cool. I love this country. It's amazing. Nothing about this screams 21st century, <laughs> by the way. Uh, providing a world-class education in every zip code, that already just sounds boring. Because it's not going to be school choice. It's just going to be, like, raise the property taxes or something. Uh, guaranteeing universal early childhood education, I could care less. <sighs> what else do we have? Free college, don't care. Uh, what else do we have in the index? Going back. Going back to the index. Taking a long time to get back up there. Okay, got it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ooh, achieving racial justice and equity. Fuck it. Let's do that. How do we achieve... Racial justice and equity. Oh, that, this one's all you. You're the non-white man. Okay. What page is it? Uh, 39. Actually, technically 40. Page. But the title is at the very bottom of page 39. Oh, I noticed that. Wow. Okay. Historic wrongs and abuses perpetuated against Native Americans... Two and a half centuries of slavery. A hundred years of Jim Crow. Did Jim Crow... Did Jim Crow last a hundred years? Uh, you know, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure those were uh, 20th century laws. Me too. Could be wrong. A hundred years of Jim Crow segregation. And a history of exclusionary immigration policies... Have created a profound and last, profound and lasting inequities in income, wealth, education, employment, housing, environmental quality. List, list, bullet point, bullet point. Uh, and 
and health care for community for colored communities. Democrats are committed to standing up to racism and bigotry in our laws, in our culture, in our politics, and in our society. Yay! We recognize that race-neutral policies are not sufficient to rectify race-based race ba- I mean, it's close to 100 years. Okay. Well, they started in, like, the late 1870s, so, you know, 80-ish race- years. Oh, God. 1871. No! They made the blacks a corporation. Well, 1877, not 1871. Same thing. Alright, what, what else is in the what else is in this section? We will make a comprehensive approach to embed racial justice in every element of our governing agenda, including in jobs and job creation, workforce and economic development, small business and entrepreneurship, eliminating poverty and closing the racial wealth gap, uh, promoting asset building and home ownership, education, health care, criminal justice reform. Oh, wait, no, I feel like I've read this before. They're going to do spooky shit. That's all I have to say. Hate and its symbols have no home in, in, in America. Democrats believe that we can only build a, a more just and equitable future if we honestly reckon with our history and its legacy in the present. Oh, God, no. Oh, what? Okay, they almost identified the correct flag. Leave it to the Democrats to actually know which flag this is. Yeah. Uh, we support removing the Confederate battle flag which is actually the, what is it, the North Virginia uh, naval battle flag? flag? I thought it was Army. I don't think it's Army. Hold on. Hold on. I'll check. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. No, it's the North Virginia Army. Oh, okay. I thought it was the naval flag. Okay, North. North. Didn't the Navy have the version that was like on a white background? Yeah, no, the Navy had a version the version that it was a, a square. No, no, the Army of Northern Virginia has the stars and bars. Has a version of the stars and bars. Okay. Uh, origin. Of confetti, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna say this once and for all. The Confederate flag. The closest thing to the quote-unquote Confederate flag was the second national flag of the Confederate States, which had the Saint Andrew's cross, but it was a square. Ah. And a white background. And then everyone was like, are you surrendering? And they're like, no, we will never surrender. And so they put a stupid red bar at the end of it. 
Um, and then they call they called the first one the stainless banner, and then this and then the the last one was the stained the blood stained banner, and it was very larpy and very stupid. And the first Confederate flag was fine. Yeah, I I, I may be a little biased. Okay, just just Fucking a little southern. bit. I just don't like these flags. They're bad. Just like the South. Dixieland, where I stand. Someday you'll be a proper northerner. It just takes No! Time. Oh, never. Look, look, okay? I, I don't know how to justify my pro-southern views. Um, <laughs> other than I lived in the South and I know which flags are the actual flag. This is really a flag issue. Uh, vexology. Okay. Oh, it was the second Confederate Navy Jack. That's what they, that's what everyone uses as the Confederate flag. Well, look, I, I sent you a link that shows like all the different battle flags. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Of the Army of Northern Virginia, and, like, most of them are pretty much identical to that flag. No, those are squares. Nope. Nope. They're all squares. It's the only difference. I, no, Joe, no, no, no! I can show you where this comes from, okay? Look up, look up the second Confederate Navy Jack. Okay? Look that up, and you will understand... The origins of this god-awful flag. Ah, uh, yes, okay. So, okay. the the main difference between this and the North Virginia Army battle flag is the aspect ratio. Correct. And that they realize... And as we know, all vex vexologists, or vexiologists, or vexologists, vexologists, or vexological, or whatever the fuck, <laughs> they're all the vexers... Every vexer knows that aspect ratio maketh a flag, okay. And that this, that 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 the square is dumb, and the uh, rectangle is also dumb, and all of these are super dumb. And the only good Confederate flag is the first Confederate Navy ensign, which was the first Confederate flag ever. The the, the national flag. Uh, also, Texas has a cool flag. Uh, yeet. And uh, that's all I have to say. The, the, oh, the Bonnie Blue flag is... Pro okay, the Vexers probably don't like the Bonnie Blue flag. Because there is a meme uh, within that community uh, that doesn't like blue flags. So... Yeah. Uh, uh, and and I, I have to agree... Blue flags with a single a blue flag with a single star is pretty dumb. Uh, it is, it is the it is the flag of the city of Houston. Does anyone bitch? No, because they don't know anything about it. Because they were only told by the media that the Confederate Navy Jack is 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 actually the spooky flag. And for some reason, the heritage not hate crowd uh, has adopted it. Uh, which just tells me that they are also retarded. Um, you know, unless they unless they can show me their navy roots, 
They like look, look, okay, if you put if you put that flag on a boat when you're fishing and you put the other one on your house, okay, then I'm like, okay, he is a he is a scholared individual. Okay? But otherwise, no. Okay? What was that what was that show with the car? With the car and the Confederate flag. The the spook flag that everyone thinks is the Confederate flag. Which is that Fuck. You know, it, it's show? it's great because I know exactly the show you're talking about and the name of it. But because I know you've never watched it. No. I'm just gonna sit here and let you stumble around until you remember no. the title. No. You are cruel. Yeah. A cruel, capricious god. That's a quote from a show. Anyway. Uh, okay. I, I'm trying to come up with something that rhymes with the name. Evil Knievel. Dunes. I swear it has a D. Does it have a D? It does have D. a D. Fuck! As the first letter? Uh. Dukes of Hazard! There you go. Fuck! <sighs> yeah. They used the wrong Confederate flag. <laughs> All of these faggots used the wrong Confederate flag. Uh, if you look at the Texas State Capitol, you will see the uh, the actual Confederate flag, or the original, the Stars and Bars flag, uh, which was used from 1861 to 1863, so longer than any of the other flags. Um, but, you know, everyone was like, oh, we're confusing the flags on the battlefield. I'm just like, how? How? There's like two red bars versus seven. But whatever, I was never in a in a in a battlefield, so I I guess I, I don't know they they were thinking about battle so much and they immediately changed their their flag to like a white flag, like a surrender flag. And good job, and then they're like, wow, this really looks like surrender, and so they had to put a bar on it. Yeah. It's just, all I'm saying is the first flag was the best. And most unique, while also retaining the same, like, red, white, and blue and kind of colonial heritage to it. So anyone who says heritage not hate and uses the Confederate naval jack, uh, kill yourselves. Wrong flag. Fuck you and your stupid flag. Anyway, it flies over Texas under the, uh, the six flags over Texas. Is basically a symbol for every country that flew over to Texas. Notice they haven't updated it to the last flag of the Confederacy. And the reason is uh, Texas, uh, despite its many flaws, has taste. And despite being technically inaccurate, because they won't use the third national flag of the Confederate States, um, they're aesthetically accurate. So, and no one bitches about it, because no one knows. No one knows the flag is... is uh, confederate so you know well what i really appreciate is you're on like minute eight or nine of this rant i'm sorry i just uh, i just i just the flag the flag thing is near and dear to me i i can tell as a as a as a ranting topic 
I just don't like it. Really like flags. I'm just the Confederates were so larpy. There's so many bad flags. They just they had one good flag and they just they just gave it up. <laughs> For no reason. Yeah. No! <laughs> okay, next. Well, hold on. So what were they talking about? The flag again? Oh, we support removing Confederate battle flag. The Confederate battle flag. Incorrect. Incorrect. Again, not the Confederate battle flag. Moving on. And statues of Confederate leaders from public properties. Wow. They said public properties now. I wonder. I wonder when they're going to start saying private property. Oh, the. They'll just redefine everything as public property. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that makes sense. We recognize black history has too often been intentionally suppressed or excluded from our history books. I hate this. I, I fucking, I fucking hate this. Why? My favorite part is they remembered to bring up Juneteenth, which, again, is a holiday no one ever heard of before, like, two years ago. What is Juneteenth? Uh, June 19th. Is that, uh, it, a, it is, is a celebration of the day that the Union Army freed all of the slaves in Texas. Oh, I thought it was a reference to 1619, no. but without the one for the 16. It's like no. 619. Okay, the Union freed the slaves, and everyone sang Kumbaya, and then it was fucking great. Why do we have to have this in the history books? Uh, I mean, I guess today. No, no, you know what? No, I'm put. I'm putting my. I'm putting. Okay, well, I'm sitting right now. I'm putting my hand down. I don't like this. Why do we have to memorize? Pointless dates. Why Why don't we have that in a specialized field? Who the fuck needs to know when the Union freed the slaves? Who, who really needs to know? I mean, look, half the dates we have are, are, are dumb. Who needs to know that Lexington and Concord were, were fought on April 19th, okay? Who, who needs to know? Who needs to know? Okay, but what is, like, is there a holiday on April 19th? No. But there could be. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. No, there's no holiday on April 19th. There's, there, there's no holiday on June 19th either. Well, yeah, I mean, not it's not recognized as a federal holiday. Well, which is ironic because the holiday actually started in Texas. Once again... Texas being a goddamn disgrace and disappointment. Oh no, I'm a conservative and I really like Texas for no goddamn reason. Texas uh, the is complete dry. lack of an income tax is about all Texas, Texas has is, going for it. Texas is dry. It's hot. It's controlled by the big cities. There's no trees a third of the way into the state. Yeah. The state is bigger than France, but there are no baguettes. Or trees. Or, or trees. Very important. There's no trees. Oh, it's oh. just, it's, it's everything good about Texas. 
is better in Alaska. I promise you. I everything everything conservatives like about Texas is vastly superior in Alaska. And the only reason people are weird about Alaska is every time Alaska is depicted in a movie, it's like the dead of winter. It's like people don't realize that summer exists in Alaska, and it's not actually that bad. It's like the 60s to the high 70s, okay? It's perfect. Yeah, but like Texans would call that temperature cold. Yeah. So it's perfect for you or me who like that temperature. Texans are weak. But to say that the average American necessarily likes that temperature, I wouldn't, weak. I wouldn't say is accurate. Weakness. All of the Southerners are weak. Has a long growing season. Texas is not Texas is not the conservative utopia. If you want a conservative utopia, look at Wyoming. Look at look at those states. Look at look at Alaska. Alaska's pretty okay. Wyoming. Oh fucking Oklahoma. You know what? If you want everything everything terrible about Texas. And their their innate lack of trees, okay. But you also want, but you also want the, the the one benefit that sometimes, occasionally, it snows. The season does in fact change from stupid fucking hot to slightly less stupid fucking hot. Uh, then 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 Oklahoma is is your best bet. It's very conser- It's a very very conservative state, okay. So Oklahoma, if you have to move anywhere. Don't move to Texas. No. Move to Oklahoma. Okay? Let Texas go. Texas was a dream. Once once upon a time. Let it fade away. Let Mexico re-annex it before we an- annex Mexico. Okay? Just let, just let it go. Just, just let it go. You need to pick better states. Everything about Texas is built on a lie. June, Juneteenth came from Texas. That's all you have to know. That's it. That's the only thing. Where was JFK assassinated? Texas. Where did Lyndon B. Johnson come from? Texas. Where did FDR detain some of the Japs? Probably. Probably Texas. I don't think they were any that far in for the coast. Yeah. I don't know. Texas Texas is like It's not the state you're looking for, okay, as I wave my hands above your eyes. Literally not, not a single internment camp in Texas. Okay. Where, where are they all? Uh, there's like <laughs> two in California, one in Ari- or two in Arizona, uh, one in Idaho, one in Wyoming, one in Colorado. No! No! Two in Arkansas. And in Wyoming. <laughs> Holy shit. Why? Yeah. Well, I'm disappointed. Because not only was I wrong, but the state that I was advocating for... You know what? Wyoming's not that good either, okay? Listen here. Wyoming's called the Equality State. Why? Because it was the first state to give women the vote. And apparently that's enough. That's enough to be... To to hold to define your entire state, okay? It should be called the Buffalo State, okay? Because it has a big buffalo on its flag... It should, it should Look, to, to be, be fair, the Buffalo State, nothing else. Well, when your population is as small as Wyoming, the odds of anything interesting happening beyond being the first to legalize women voting, Buffalo, is pretty low. Buffalo is pretty interesting. Buffalo, so Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. Yes. 
Democrats believe June 19th represents the end of slavery, the freedom for millions of enslaved blacks, and should be should be recognized as a federal holiday. Look, if, if we're going to have a federal holiday about the abolition of slavery, uh, shouldn't that start with the 13th Amendment being passed? No. Historical accuracy doesn't matter. I mean, it's in the same year. It's just six months later. It's on December 6th. We believe... Black I mean, ironically, it might actually be earlier uh, if you count it as when it was passed by Congress or when it was ratified. Right. It was passed by Congress in January, and in December it was completely ratified by all the states. Why do you capitalize black? Huh? Why, why do they capitalize black? Uh, because they're following the AP style guides. No. No! Oh! We believe black lives matter. Fuck you. And we'll establish a national commission to examine the lasting economic effects of slavery, Jim Crow segregation, and racially discriminatory federal policies on income, wealth, educational... Educational... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that should just be education. Nope. Nope. And racially discriminatory federal policies on educational. It makes sense. Shut up. <coughs> Health and employment outcomes to pursue truth and promote racial healing and to study reparations. Great. More money. We must acknowledge that there can be no realization of the American dream without grappling with the lasting effects of slavery. Well, and look, honestly, up to the centuries-long campaign of violence, fear, real, real, real and quick trauma here, real quick. upon how, the blacks. How would they figure out who's eligible for reparations? Because I, I will absolutely start identifying as black on the U.S. Census if it means that I get thousands of dollars. Because, I mean, race is more functionally identity than genetics, which means I can just declare myself to be black. No, they'll use the one-drop rule like they did before. So what, it's like one, one drop of black blood? No, if you have one drop of white blood, you're not black. Oh, I no, mean, it's and... if you vote for Democrats. According to Joe Biden... That's going to be the policy. If you vote for Democrats, you're black. So they'll probably just look at your voting history. I mean, they can't. I know. But they, they, so they will figure I, I out will tell them that I voted Democrat. I will tell them that I have a single drop of black blood. It'll be fine. I am ready for this. Can I get reparations? Uh, no, you're Look, listen. Listen. No. I have a greater... I have... I have a greater claim to reparations, goddammit. Listen. The white people stole my culture. Okay? We we were the cowboys. We were the vaqueros. Okay? Okay, you can have one dollar 
for every billion dollars of cowboy revenue in 2020? No, I don't want one dollar. I want... No, it's not just one dollar. It's one dollar for every billion dollars that the cowboy industry brought in last year. I want all the dollars. I want half. I want 56% of the dollars. Okay, look, we'll give it to you, but it's going to be in pesos. Based. Based. I'll melt it into copper and silver bars. And then I'll sell it. Because the the federal coin rule does not work does does not apply to pesos. Well, there you go. <laughs> and I will I will ride my horses and invade Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. To, um, to burn it once again. Look, the this this is a really long, boring section. So I'm going to propose that we just end this here, because. We basically know their policies now. It's everything they've been talking about for like 10 years now. Yeah. Nothing nothing revolutionary, nothing new. Uh, just the same old, same old with more... I mean, there's some Bernie Sanders influence in here. But not even that much. Like all that vote for me, so at least I can have an impact on the platform. They use his rhetoric to justify their policies. That's all they've really achieved. Based. So, uh, yeah, that's it. And uh, Give me money. Give me money, Joe. No. Fuck Give off. me money, white people. Give me dollars. Look, I-, I will give you... 40 acres and a horse. I will give you $1 for every $2 that you give me. No, shut up. 40 acres and a horse. I'm not, I'm not Massachusetts. This is not a deal between Massachusetts and the federal government. Give me 40 acres and a horse. That's all I want. Or a cow. I am, in fact, a vaquero. You ain't getting...